Dotnet Rocks episode 700 with guests Mark Miller, Andrew Brust, Colin Melia, Billy Hollis, and Stephen Forte. Recorded live Thursday, September 1st, 2011. This episode is brought to you by Telerik and by Franklin's.net, training developers to work smarter. And now offering video training on Silverlight 4 with Billy Hollis and SharePoint 2010 with Sahil Malik. Order online now at franklins.net. And now here are Carl and Richard. We are at Tim Huckabee's mansion. Mm-hmm. Are we recording? We are recording. This is show 700. This is show 700. Mark Miller just showed up. There's a kid pounding on drums upstairs. And we are going to get people's predictions for what they're going to see tomorrow at Build. And we realized that this show is post-build, and that's why it's so funny. Yes. Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. You look great with your new haircut. I like it. Oh, thank you very much. Some some gay man cut it. Awesome. That's good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> listen, listen. We're doing this. He says a gay man cut it and sticks a microphone in my face. Uh, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I thought you could have something to say about it. Um, so, hey. So, my question to you is. What do you think you're going to see at build tomorrow? Um, Speculate. Wow. Yeah. I I think we're going to. Uh, you know. I. I you can I can I uh, speak freely here? Absolutely. This isn't recorded or anything. No. Right? Nothing like that. No. Just, just a microphone. Just 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 the three of us. It's just right a prop. Here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's going to. I think I'm going to go away disappointed. Is what I think. I think I'm going to see. Uh, something that's not going to be compelling enough that's going to justify the secrecy up to this point. That's what I think. I hope I, it's not the case. I hope that I, what I see is I'm going to say, like, okay, it all makes sense now, keeping it secret. But but to me, there's like I'm so concerned about the damage done by the, the secrecy, right? It, internally, I, I feel like, and I, and I don't know this, but I'm sensing, right? Uh, I, my sense is that internally, folks at Microsoft, not only can do their job the best that they can because they don't exactly know what's coming up because of the secrecy that's happening internally. Outside, one circle outside, you've got like the vendors, you know, and the developers that are writing tools for, for, for Microsoft, next generation. We don't know what to do, what, what the opportunities are yet, right? We don't see those because, you know, the, we're not seeing anything yet. And so, and then outside of those, you've got, you know, the, the, the Microsoft customers as well. And, and all the way up to this point, we've had a world where it's been different from this, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where as things were coming out, you, you, you know, the new versions were coming out you would you would get a preview of it you would see it and then and then the third party market would would adapt itself to that right take advantage of the, that and that's not happening everything's on its on its head so you think no matter what we see tomorrow that the secrecy really it really has to deliver to justify this kind of that's your basic thesis well, that's my hope i really want to see something that comes back and says okay you know what it's brilliant brilliant choice not to tell us until now that's what i'm hoping and and i think instead what i'm going to be th- thinking is okay now that I know, let's scramble because we don't have much time to react. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks. So you're welcome, sir. <laughs> and thanks. How much trouble am I in now? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Mauro Santana from Brazil. Yes. Here I am. How are you? I'm great. Absolutely. You- I, I, of course, had one too many, which, of course... That's what uh, happens at a Tim Huckabee party. Yes. That certainly makes for better ideas. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen tomorrow at Build? What are you going to see? Uh, my crystal ball has this wacky uh, thing. That is, I think in the, in the iPhone environment, for instance, we had this controlling environment, which 
made a tremendous amount of money for Apple, made it a valuable company, and also delivered something to the users in the sense that it's a controlled environment. Curated uh, environment. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't blow up all the time like, the comp- like you use it with computers, or with regular computers. And also, um, because it's DRM, it provides a revenue stream for software sellers that can sell the, the product's chip, which is a complaint you have always about the piracy. Oh, do you have piracy because software is expensive? Software must be expensive because few people buy. So it's a vicious cycle. So I think there is an opportunity to make the same thing for the, the PC, for the, the big environment. Really? really, yeah. So one of the things that I think we would eventually be doing, let's say in 10 years from now, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like that. Whether it's going to be announced at Build in 2011, I don't know. Well, we'd but we'd start with a, some kind of app store for Windows, right? Yes, but it must be a full-fledged thing. The, the operating system must be some sort of closed well, around Don't we it. already know that uh, Windows 8 is a tablet-touch kind of app, you know, HTML5, JavaScript? We sort of know all that stuff. Do you think there's going to be any big surprise tomorrow? Well, that's what I'm hoping for because... Well, the tablet story, it will be like, what, the third or fourth time Microsoft tries to come up with a tablet. That's really no big deal. I mean, okay, oh, it's going to be HTML5 instead of uh, HTML4 or whatever. Those are not such big announcements. Uh, At least to justify all the secrecy, all the hush-hush things. You think it's going to be something bigger? I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be something bigger. I remember coming to Orlando in 2000. And where they had some sort of the secrecy, not as much as today, but it was an, an, uh, an event where they didn't announce the, the agenda until the first day. All of the sessions were uh, big sessions for everybody. Kind of uh, like the, have you seen the brochure? Kind, kind of, yeah. Not, I, I, not I, saying anything. Yes, that's, that, that's, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, that's similarity. But that this. was the announcement around .NET. Yeah, that was the, the announcement around .NET, which was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I I can't see a tablet being such a big deal to justify everything. Right, you're expecting more. I'm expecting more. It's a good idea, there, Mauro. I agree. I'm ho- I'm hopeful. Let's see. Thanks, Mauro. You're welcome. See you. Okay, say congratulations on 700 shows. Congratulations on 700 shows. Thank you, Clements. Thank you. So, may we interrupt this conversation? Of course, you can. Andrew Brust, how are you? I'm doing. Excellent. Okay, the keynote, the first keynote for Build is tomorrow morning. It sure is. I would like, and I and I'm on Eastern time, which means I can be there early. Yeah, and it's not going to be a stressor at all. So this isn't going to be published till later. What do you think you're going to see? We're not going to be published till later. Totally, you can speak as freely as you want. I think we're going to see native support of XAML in the OS. I think we're going to see that things are not as tumultuous as people fear, but that they will change. But that most of the stuff we've been doing with WPF and Silverlight will be in spirit supported. Uh, Perhaps the letter of the law will be a little bit different. Okay. Native support for XAML. So you think think we'll be able to use our XAML design tools to build native applications for Windows 8? I think there's a strong possibility of that. And I... Hell yeah! And I think we're all going to get a device that we can test that on. Yeah, I think that's pretty much a given. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's going to be made by a company that starts with the letter S. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, it, and that's it. That, that's the big news. 
Uh, I think there may be more news after the big news. Okay, you're not That'll sure make what. people feel better still. I think there's going to be a lot of continuity, and I think that given that many customers are still on Windows XP, not yet Windows 7, yeah. nobody should freak out about Windows 8 being incredibly disruptive because it'll take a while. So if things look kind of like Silverlight in the future and Silverlight works now, then I think Silverlight's a good place to be. Well, we've already heard discussions about uh, you know new mode and a classic mode. So the question is how much of that stuff's only going to be classic mode versus new mode? And, and, and that's an excellent question. Even if this is going to be published later, I, I, I just don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah. But I think, I, 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 the, I don't know if it's, gonna, it's desktop mode. I don't know if it'll be classic or contemporary. We'll okay. have to wait and see. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. And, and the, the new, uh, new Azure tags for HTML6. I bet those will come out, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's funny. Don Rocks. Bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, yeah, hello. Say congratulations on 700 shows. Félicitations pour votre 700e show. Merci. All right. So the first, the keynote, the first day of build is tomorrow. What do you think you're going to see? What are they going to say? What do you think? I want to be amazed. I, I just want to be blown up uh, with, with new stuff. And the week after, uh, see all the whining uh, on Twitter and uh, <laughs> people complaining. Ah, they change stuff and uh, things like that. So, uh, no, seriously, I, I think it's going to be fun. I, I want to be blown away. I want some changes and some new stuff. Anything in particular? <laughs> what do you? What would be the best day possible for you? Technically, what would they announce that would be the best? The best technical stuff. Maybe um, simplify stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because right now, I think overall, the the overall architecture is a kind of uh, hard for the common developer to grasp. So maybe simplify things a little a little bit, but keep. Still keep the uh, the old stuff. Well, I say the old stuff. The current stuff uh, still uh, still current, basically. I don't know if I ex- it makes sense. You want it all. I want it all, man. And you want it now. Yeah. <laughs> Je veux tout, tout, tout. <laughs> uh, what about light switch? Does that simplify enough for you, or you want simpler still? Well, uh, it simplified part of the old equation, but uh, it doesn't simplify the actual uh, building of uh, web apps and the, the the story of running apps uh, in multiple platforms mm-hmm. so um, i want multiple screens uh, basically all right well good we'll see what happens hey, merci beaucoup, uh, thank you we're here with john box the good old days when he used to be a real person before oh. he became a de oh <laughs> come on now i'm remembering back you know, once you were an RD, what happened to you, John? Where'd it go? Uh, you know, there was these huge IQ requirements, and I just couldn't meet them. <laughs> <laughs> I fell back to being a blue badge. Oh, man. All right, so nobody at Microsoft knows what they're going to see tomorrow. Is that right? Man, I, that's what I hear. If you could speculate, what do you think? I was told not to speculate. Oh, you're no fun. I, I would love to speculate. I mean, I, am I, are we speculating with you know among friends and stuff? Yeah, we are. But 
No, we're, this we're is not, not a show. No, no, this no. This is I'm our seven hundredth dot net well, rock show. This is an interesting time period because, and it's different from any time ever. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I hope it's going to be really good because you know it, it better be, or I'm I'm going to be chewing somebody out at uh, corporate. You know, I think I better <laughs> be wowed is the overall. Sent- yeah. sentiment that everybody agrees on well, as, because information has been withheld. As a field evangelist, if you're slapping me down, got me handcuffed, you're not giving me anything to work with, uh, it's got to be really good. It's got to be really good. You want it to be worth it. It better be. It better be. We, we need to, you know, we've done some good things, but this is a, this is a gap. We need to come back and uh, do some good stuff in this area because I'm, I'm tired of hearing about all these other competitive stories. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I hope it's going to be really good. Okay. We'll know, what, in 24 hours, hopefully? Hopefully. John, thanks so much for talking to us. Hey, glad I always see you guys, my heroes. Did you know this is our 700th show? That's what I hear. Isn't that unbelievable? That is, that is. Pretty soon we'll figure this stuff out. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, you know, after another 700 shows, I mean, you guys are going to have it down for sure. Pretty much. It could be a full-time gig, maybe. 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 Cable? Cable? TV? Um, we're beyond that, man. Yeah, we got faces for radio. Absolutely. Oh, come on. That's not true. You guys you guys are okay. I mean, Thanks, hey, John. somebody's done all right lately. Yeah. Wasn't us. No, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you talk... I don't know if you look at the social pages and see the certain, you know, marriages that have occurred here lately, but... Oh, well. I see you. a hottie over in the corner. Yeah, she is sweet, isn't she? You must have made a lot of money in the last few years or uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, that's that explains it, John. Uh, congratulations. Seriously, Thanks. that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, John. See you all later. This portion of .NET Rocks is brought to you by our good friends at Telerik, who want you to know about the interviews that Richard shot while at Build. If you go to Telerik.com slash interviews, you'll see Richard talking to people like Tim Huckabee, Jason Zander, and Adam Kogan, sharing their reactions and thoughts on the Build Revelations. Telerik.com slash interviews. We're off at the corner of the Huckabee Party, and I found the one and only Billy Hollis. And you've been working today. I have. I've, I spent five hours in front of a group of about 130 people today. Wow. And and this was your pre-con or not pre-con. The unofficial pre-con. pre-con. Unofficial pre-con. That was the title we came up How'd with. How'd it go? It went extraordinary. I'm not the best person to ask, but I can tell you that out of the 130 registered, only five didn't show. Number wow. One. We had some party crashers <laughs> that, br- <laughs> that pushed us back up above 130. But at the end, nobody left. I went two or three minutes over, and these people are – I think they would have just stayed if I had kept talking. Well, tomorrow is obviously the big day. The hush-hush is all yeah, revealed. Everything yeah. will be revealed. And we want to – we're getting people's opinions about you know pre-build. What do you think you're going to see tomorrow? Maybe what do you hope and what, what do you what think, I, What I'm actually? hoping to see is uh, being on the user side maybe sensitizes me to this more than most people, but I perceive that Microsoft has lost a lot of the connection that they ought to have to users and customers because so much of their revenue is driven through corporate purchasing and long-term yeah. license. I think that they don't have as much of that attachment to users as they need to. And I, I hope that this is the milestone where having realized that they begin to reorient because they got some serious competitors who do really, really well yes. in that space. Now, if I'm right, that means that developers are going to be pretty disappointed because the news is going to have to do with 
things that users and customers care about and not so much what developers care about. Right. And, and of course, the, p- people are scared, the developer community in many cases, over having to step up their game for users to some of them whose expertise is in code and APIs and stuff. That's a scary thing. So I think we're going to see some scared developers coming out of this. So, so do you think the story technologically will be something like what? New tools? Uh, yeah, technologically. Focus on HTML well, I mean, and JavaScript? Not, I don't know. I, I remember a couple of years ago, at dot, on a .NET Rocks episode, we talked about the next version of Windows being a hypervisor underneath with siloed machine. Do you remember talking about I this? I do remember that conversation, well, yes. I think we call that and one we right. We may be right, yeah. I think we got that yeah, one right. Pretty exciting. Um, so technologically, yeah. that was the one thing that, that, that I thought would be there and is obviously there. And right. then um, the leaks indicate that we're, we're probably going to have a completely new rendering stack, yeah. a new rendering engine to replace GDI. If that's the case, then GDI gets moved to one of those compatibility silos right. of the hypervisor right. and isn't loaded as part of main windows. I think we probably will see that that there's because we're overdue for that. So what does that mean for WPF? Well, I, I'm not sure. I think for XAML, it means that XAML will be one of the choices that will be used to program against that stack. And I think that it's, a, it's a, probably a more natural fit for the stack than anything else. Right. I mean, they'll, they'll certainly make it so that HTML5 goes against the stack, too. But I think XAML will be the natural fit for the stack. Whether or not that translates into adoption, I don't have a that, that was the promise of the original Avalon back in the Longhorn was. days. That's, that's what they intended. That's what it, that's what it started. Right. And now they're getting back to that vision. And let's face it, bitmap dots in GDI yeah. was obsolete 15 years ago. Yes, it was. Um, and so it's time to move beyond that. And and I don't think, I do not believe HTML5 and JavaScript are ready to be the universal solution on top of that stack yeah. yet. And now being in healthcare, I would think that. Because I've seen too many times that people tried the HTML route and threw up their hands at the end because they couldn't satisfy doctors and nurses and give them the experience they needed. So what we're really talking about is, uh, is ASP.NET for the developer, right? I mean, yeah, HTML5 and JavaScript sense. is... Is ASP.NET in developer In a land. sense, but I mean, I, I would hope they're going to put some stuff on top of it that enable you to do layering of things and such that is really, really hard in HTML. Yeah. Because that's, that's some of the stuff you need for better user experience. Right. Now, w- w- ASP.NET is already, I'm sorry, it's a kludge. It's it's a magnificent kludge. Are you talking about web forms? Yeah, any yeah. of it. It's Because HTML was never built for the strain we're putting it on right, now. Right, right, right. ASP.NET is the... Is the the spackle, so to speak, that makes that possible. Well, I think you're really talking about web forms because that's more, what more that gives forms. you the state and view state and all that. And uh, that's that's certainly true. Talk, but even, you know, MVC is even with totally MVC, different. it's it, it, it's still having to cover up for some of the inadequacies okay. of HTML uh, in, in state management and such. So uh, certainly MVC was in advance, but I, I still think HTML has some. Some weaknesses. But that's, there. that's just on the client side. I mean, if you're going to yeah. hack at ASP.NET, you can talk about the whole pipeline model at IIS. Like it's still uh, uh, an, an operating environment sitting on top of a platform, yeah. running against yeah. an OS service. Like it, it is a bunch of layers of stuff, which was required because the original layers underneath didn't do some didn't of the do stuff certain you things. had to do. And they've been tweaked and improved over the years, but it's still layers of stuff that you know we're seeing. I'm looking at some of the newer stuff like Node.js. And environments that strip away a lot of that complexity on the server side, yeah, and are getting yeah. better performance and simpler execution and more manageable code. So, 
I don't, that's why I say I don't know what the adoption story will end up being. Mm-hmm. In the short term, I think Zamo's looking fine. In the long term, I don't know. I, 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 you know me, I'm a Visual Basic guy. I thought Visual Basic was superior to C Sharp in about half a dozen ways I could tell you. Sure. On the other hand, C Sharp managed to... Well, this, to be the primary language. And here's the thing. There are more C-sharp developers than there are VB developers. And now, don't you think maybe we have more HTML JavaScript developers than C-sharp developers? Uh, uh, yeah, certainly more than C-sharp developers and way, way more than XAML developers. And yeah, XAML, so is, that, that's for, for all the good it? things about it, is a hard, a hard hill to climb. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing when you climb it. The view is spectacular, but it's a hard hill to climb. And HTML is too, but they've already at least partially climbed it for HTML5. So, yeah, that's going to be a big factor. Billy, thanks so much for talking to us. Oh, it's always a pleasure, guys. Congratulations on a great day. Oh, thanks. Had fun. I had fun. Hey, Carl, look who I found. It's Patrick Hines. It's Pat Hines, Mr. Lockdown Podcast and uh, guest number one. On .NET Rocks and Mondays and Run As Radio. Absolutely. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you guys doing? Well, you know, it's 700 shows. I think we almost got this thing figured out. I think so. I, I originally thought that this was only going to be heard by me and, uh, and you, Carl's grandmother, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I think a few more people have heard it. A so. couple more. All right. So the, the question we're asking everybody, tomorrow's the big day. What do you think you're going to see? Uh, I think we're going to see the answer to a lot of the questions about what the disposition is for .NET, what's mm-hmm. the new changes to C Sharp, how... We're going to be doing development in HTML5 and JavaScript in a way that, that isn't Notepad or Visual Notepad. Uh, I, I have big expectations. I have a few concerns, but Microsoft's done this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it was almost exactly 10 years ago, Yeah, this whole .NET thing came, and it's worked out pretty well for me. Do you think that what you're going to see tomorrow is going to be as big a deal as .NET was 10 years ago? I think it will cause as much disruption in good or bad ways as .NET. So I, I think it will be as big. I'm not sure yet until I hear the story whether it's going to be as as a wild, as big a wild success. I really yeah. am a big fan of .NET. Is that what you hope or is that what you think? Um, I do expect it to be a success and I expect it to be the next big thing. But there's been so much secrecy. Yeah. It's really hard. I'm, uh, one of the things I've been saying to a lot of people here is uh, I'm just glad they told us what city it's in. Uh, <laughs> And, and I think we're going to reveal all, but you got to find us first. I, I think, <laughs> and I think that was actually something they considered based on how much they haven't told us. That's not where's Sanofsky. <laughs> find Stephen. Right? So, any any anything hard that you want to predict or wish for? I, I'm I'm expecting to dig back into C I've never been a big C developer. Really. I've never been a big C++ developer, but I've worked with it and I've troubleshot it, and I wouldn't mind it if it if it became another language that I personally you, would work with. Do you, does that mean that you think you'll need to do C++? I'm hoping I don't, and I don't expect that. But right. um, I'm th- there's a lot of things that I do with storage and security that having C++ in my arsenal a little bit more personally would be helpful because I depend on my developers a lot of times that do a lot of C++. Right. And um, you know we're doing we're doing things where we're enumerating terabytes of storage, and you can't you can do that through C sharp, but it works a little faster in C And I'm I'm kind of hopeful that from what I've heard, that's a safe bet. C is going to become a first class language, and we're going to see a lot of improvements in IntelliSense and things like that. Is what I'm expecting. 
What do you think about uh, Zamo? What do you think Silverlight and WPF are going to end up in this whole pile? I, I'm expecting that we're going to see Zamo embraced by the operating system, that mm-hmm. it's going to become um, a first-class player. It's going to become the way that we do all graphics. And I'm hoping that there's a there's an on-ramp for all the technologies. Right. But there's an on-ramp for... The WPF even, guy, HTML, the Silverlight guy. Right, all that so stuff. So you're hoping that there's no shutout. Exactly. And I think it would be a big fumble if there was. Is it a shutout or a lockdown? A lockdown. That's there, what I mean. There's always a lockdown. <laughs> Speaking of that, how's LockdownPodcast.com going? It's been growing great, actually. We're having a great time doing it. Uh, we got Pop developing it, uh, produ- producing it, and that's been a wonderful experience. And I was a guest on an episode. That's right. That's awesome. That's scary. I'm still afraid of security, so that's why I'm avoiding it. We'll have to get you in our, our fear and loathing episode. <laughs> Awesome. It's been great working with Michelle and, and your guys that, that do the production are you know awesome and help us make sure we get uh, quality recordings. And we've gotten a lot of feedback from fans. And it's not just .NET security. It's security it's in general. It's security. It's basically anything that can get you killed. Our tagline is, what you don't know can hurt you. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Hey, so we're at Huckabee's party with Adam Kogan. Hi, Adam. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Richard. Hi, buddy. Did you just come up here for this uh, event? I did. Wow, that's a long flight. I landed at uh, 6 o'clock this morning. It's now uh, 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> if I uh, keel over in the middle of this, just uh, keep on going by yourselves. You're awfully dedicated. You must be expecting a lot. I am expecting a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what I'm expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Microsoft keep secrets as good as this ever in my whole career with them. Mm, I agree. Yeah, mm. it's incredible. So do you know anything or are you expecting anything? I know zero. Um, I can have some educated guesses. Mm-hmm. Let's hear them. Uh, I expect they'll announce a new runtime, uh, and I guess they're going to say it's a client-side runtime mm-hmm. and doesn't affect the server side. Um, I think uh, it will be all HTML5 and JavaScript based. Mm-hmm. So I guess that they're going to give us a, a. Well, I guess they're going to promote C++. With C Sharp, they might announce the finish of VB.net. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it might be a bit like CoffeeScript, possibly. So you know how you write, write in a, you know, a, a clean language right? and it emits JavaScript. And might be a bit like, it'll probably be uh, SAS-based uh, for the CSS. So you're thinking you'll write code in C Sharp, it'll spit out JavaScript and HTML. Correct. Interesting idea. Mm. So it's essentially going to be a code generator. Mm. Anything XAML plays uh, heavily into this That's equation? That's the thing that I keep thinking about. So the only thing that I'm not clear on this, um, I, I guess you know it'll take advantage of Silverlight when it can, mm-hmm. or you can do you can hand code your extra XAML stuff and sure. you'll get an even richer UI. So I think it'll support both out of the box if you choose to do it that way. That would be pretty spectacular. Mm. Yeah, I'd like that, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. Now this is the Windows team that's running builds, right? That's right. And the Windows team isn't really all about the developer, are they? No. So uh, I don't think we're going to see a lot of GUI tools tomorrow, but obviously you'll be able to build on top of that, and that's what Microsoft will be good at doing. And, and we are talking about technology that's being announced almost a year before it ships, so that's stuff right. will change. And I think if you can interpret a couple of moves, like um, Dave Menlin... Mm-hmm. He, well, tell us what that move is. Oh, okay. So Dave Menlin has just announced that he is moving to DevExpress. Right. He used to be the, the director for Visual Studio Marketing. And he used to be an RD before that. Yeah. 
So he wouldn't, he's a smart guy and he knows lots of information. So he'd be saying, uh, well, the Windows team aren't giving us many tools. I know where I can slot in my expertise. You know, I'll help third parties give awesome tools. So mm-hmm. it'll be DevExpress versus um, Telerik and you'll see if uh, Infragistics can keep up. Sure. That's an interesting thought. And there's been a bunch of big moves. I mean, not just Dave Menlin, but Doug Seven as well. That's right, to Telerik. To Telerik. Yeah. And you've got Forte at Telerik. Yeah. So uh, what's Infragistics doing? Are they asleep? I don't know. We'd have to I don't know either. Uh, are they offering you a job, Rich? Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, thanks so much for talking to no us. No problems. Cheers. This portion of .NET Rocks is brought to you by our good friends at Grape City. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Boss comes and says, sales are up this week. I'm taking everybody out to lunch. Awesome. Next day, uh, we're taking a loss. What happened? Well, you're a developer. You can create a report. So you go to your boss and say, okay, what should I report on? And they have no idea. Well, here's the good news. Active analysis from Grape City Power Tools empowers your boss, the money guys, so they can find the answers to their own questions. And the best part is, it's a control. Completely self-contained BI. Using a drag-and-drop interface, users can easily discover trends in the data, and more importantly, the deviations from those trends through its powerful graphical analysis capabilities. Development against the control is easy. All you have to do is provide the data. Active analysis will take care of the aggregation, grouping, filtering, and sorting for the user. Of course, it offers programmatic control of all these operations, too. So if you want more company lunches, do your boss a favor. Use active analysis. For a free evaluation, please go to gcpowertools.com slash analysis. And don't forget to thank Grape City for being a great sponsor of .NET Rocks. Colin Melia. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. A new addition to the RD program. That's right, yes. And you've done DNR TV on many subjects. I'm yep. sure you, and you always have opinions on what Microsoft is doing next. Yeah. And I remember sitting with you somewhere, well, I can't remember where it was, where we were hearing all about Windows 8 or something. I can't remember. But you were taking furious notes. Maybe it was the MVP Summit. I don't remember. But you had immediately had some ideas about what the future was. Oh, yeah. Colin, processing there, yeah. what do you think you're going to see tomorrow? Well, okay, I think what we're going to see is, I asked everybody this question, right? We're going to see Windows 8 or whatever it's going to be called, Windows mm-hmm. 8, right? What's going to be in Windows 9 for the consumer that isn't in Windows 8? And my answer is more apps, right? Because you take Windows Live Essentials, that's already in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we just take Paint and a few other apps and just push them all in the cloud? And then basically you've just got the kernel, the shell left, right? So what would Windows 9 have that we don't see tomorrow in Windows 8? Nothing, really, other than more apps. Right. So basically there is no – I don't see that there is a Windows 9 for consumers, right? So I think tomorrow we're going to see like Windows Infinity or Windows Forever for the consumer skew. Because they're basically going to structure it in such a way that it can continue to update indefinitely from here. Yeah, because you can well, – it's just service packs, right? Right. And, so this will be the last Windows, you think? I think for the consumer point of view, it, it's kind of Windows Windows Forever, like Batman Forever, hopefully not, because that was a pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty bad movie. <laughs> so the Windows team is putting on build. Yeah. Obviously, their goal is to sell Windows. Do you yeah. really think that they're going to say, this is the last version of Windows we will ever sell? Well, I think certainly, I, I, I even almost thought maybe the consumer skew, why even charge for it? Because there are going to be apps on it, and they're making 30% on every app. Why do you even need to have... 
sell windows. But I mean, they're going to have an OEM or an ODM SKU, right? Cause My they, God, Sanofsky is turning over right now if he heard you say this. <laughs> no, but they, you really was, think they're going to go that I way? I don't know. Well, it's supposed to be risky, right? They, everybody keeps on saying Windows 8 is risky. So what could be risky? Risky would be things like no .NET, full .NET framework or free for consumers or a lifetime consumer updates for free, something like that. Certainly, if you can have a whole load of slates, it'd be silly not to have an OEM or ODM license. So they're not saying no business. No, you know, no, no. Yeah. And I think, but consumer skew. Yeah, you might have a consumer skew that has no desktop in it, uh, that runs an ARM and only has the store support. Okay, so that's a possibility. So you say Windows 8 free. Maybe free. Maybe well, free. I don't think the next one, think, after Windows 8, I think it's free. It's almost like they're building a version that sets up the scenario yep. where the re- direct revenue from Windows isn't important. There's other revenue sources that are dependent on yep. Windows that depend on more copies of Windows being out there so that Windows 9 might be free. Yes. Or basically, well, like I'm saying, what functionality does Windows 9 really have? What would you add? Mm-hmm. M- more apps, right? And then, So why would you need it? Well, that certainly is the model for the iPad and for the yep. iPhone and all that stuff. The OS is the update that you get for free with the phone. Interesting thoughts, Colin. Yeah. And, 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 and what I appreciate, you, you bring the equation, is a thought for how Azure fits into this whole scenario as well. Well, I mean, everything that you're going to do on the phone or the whole developer story we'll see is bound to connect into Azure, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to want to... I always put it this way. I thought Silverlight was supposed to be the Trojan horse into, um, onto Mac. Right. And by, what I mean by Trojan horse is, okay, so you don't have an OS license for Windows, although most Macs are pretty much a... a a, a PC for a PC now anyway, right? right? But, but if you have, if you're using Windows Azure, you're still paying a Windows license, but it's now it's in the cloud. Right. So having Silverlight, for example, on the Mac means you're still paying a Windows license. And same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So sure and, and the more people, yeah. So again, if you don't charge for Windows 9 or whatever comes next, you certainly may be charging for some fee that runs on Windows Azure, either through some application subscription or, or it's back to advertising. So again. it's got to be tied to content revenue. Not, not the OS. That's yeah. done. Those days are done. It actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, the developer stories, we're probably going to see the .NET, C++, HTML, JavaScript all have access to the same underlying Win32 replacement. I think it's WinMD is the root, WinMD, yeah. that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's interesting, Colin. Yeah, you're coming in from a great angle. I appreciate your insight. Thanks. No problem. And it, we've we'll got this see. distinct advantage that, you know, two weeks from now, we can make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> or ourselves, depending. Yeah. And we're, Probably, perfectly, we're perfectly willing to do both. Yeah, yeah, sure. us. Colin, thanks so much for talking to us. Great. So well, I'm sitting here at the party. I'm taking some video for Scott Stanfield because he put me to work. He said he handed me a camera and he said, here, take some shots of people taking it. I'm like, dude, I'm having a drink with my wife. Leave me alone. <laughs> he comes and hands me boiled peanuts. What yes. does that mean? I don't know. All right. So we, and who should tap me on the shoulder but Dax Pandy? The Dax Pandy. The Dax Pandy. Dax, say hello. Uh, hello? All right. So <laughs> for those who don't know, he is Nucation.com. He's the guy who did the graphics for all of our websites, all the RD's websites, all Plop's websites. He did the Plop logo. He did uh, my blog, the intellectual hedonism with me looking in the mirror. He did your run as radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, Dax... Tell us what you're doing. Like you haven't been doing development for the last few years. No, I am. Um, you know, I left after they made me code in Silverlight three. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, it's it's just for the. Um, I think I preferred the JavaScript scripting in Silverlight one compared to the code in Silverlight three. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, um, they gave me combat pay for that, so that was good. <laughs> After that, I decided, you know, that's it. Um, and I went for my first love, which was special effects. 
because you are an artist and not just a digital artist, but you're actually yeah media uh, yeah, artist. Yeah, I was uh, trained in traditional art and. Uh, I uh, just wanted to mix both programming and art, so 3D special effects seemed like the right place to go. Nice. And you did some spectacular work recently. Tell us. Well, recently, the, uh, it was a, a dream come true job where I uh, did the opening shot for the next uh, upcoming uh, Battlestar Galactica prequel. Wow. Is that Caprica or which no, one? This no, is, this is between Caprica and Battlestar. Oh, okay. This is at the start of the first Cylon War. Oh, so it hasn't, it hasn't come out yet. It hasn't come out yet. Oh, I'm excited then. I get to watch yeah, that. They're going to put me in jail. I have an ironclad in Oh, no, and you've just given it away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last we ever saw of Dad. Then he showed up at a party with a can of boiled peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so what are, you've been teaching master classes here in California? Yeah, this is actually, we're taking it on the road. And uh, this was the first one. We just did it. Oh, my God. We just did it two days and ago. And we? Well, uh, my girlfriend Cynthia and I, we do it together. Oh. So she's, uh, uh, in her previous life, she was an event manager and did like, giant events like reunification of Hong Kong with China and things wow. like that. So, so they don't come along very often that big. Good Lord. Yeah. So master class in what? In natural environment design in CG. Interesting. So it's like, um, basically, just uh, if you want numbers, we take about somewhere between 8 and 25 billion polygons process them each for a, uh, a, you know 10 minutes or less per frame right. doing 24 frames per second oh. for a film awesome and making it look real or as real as possible and this is the same stuff that's been used in Indiana Jones 4 or uh, uh, Clash of the Titans mm-hmm. even Benjamin Button right sure the aging effect in Benjamin Button uh, well no natural environments you'd be surprised how much uh, there, uh, there is like CG in things right now yeah. it's easier Just to like get plants and stuff like that it's easier to yeah. draw them than it is to rent them exactly exactly so yeah so are you going to build no. You're just here for the party. I'm just here for the party. Yeah, I like you, Dax. That's awesome. You're, here. You're focused on what's important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be in a place where they say I will have to code UI in HTML. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here, man. I'm done with that. First Civil Life 3, now HTML. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, was, well, I was born into BASIC. I yeah. started programming on a... I was three years old and I learned the alphabet on a ZX Spectrum Plus with 128K RAM. You, sir, are a geek. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm very proud to be one. And when, you know, I loved WPF, I tolerated Silverlight. And then they suddenly took all of it away and now they're saying it's HTML and all that. So I'm going to DirectX. And I'm working in C++ because nobody's going to take C++ away. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> yeah. So that's in you also, and I got to just plug your accomplishments because it's awesome. You worked with the guy who did the original poster art for Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, Ralph McQuarrie. He mm-hmm. did the original concept sketches, which got George Lucas the funds for the first movie. Sure. Yeah, Ralph McQuarrie has all kinds of great early drawings there. Yeah. The Darth Vader's not quite the same shape. That that sort of uh, canonical image with the lightsaber and the yeah. planet and the, was... the girl, that's all his artwork. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that came full circle with .NET Rocks. That's <laughs> <laughs> nuts. And Mondays. I think and it was Mondays. the Star was Wars Mondays, episode. Yeah. Nice. Oh, God. Well, it's 700 <laughs> shows, man. And you, you have really uh, contributed to the success of the show because um, I think it was show, what, 40-something? I got an email from Dax, and he said, hey, I'll tell you what. Your website sucks. Let me make <laughs> it not suck. And you don't have to pay me anything. Just, you know, I want to put my logo at the bottom. A brilliant 
career move for you. Oh, and, oh, yeah. and I would totally was... encourage people with talent to do the same thing. Offer it up. Say, let me just do something for you. See my stuff. And, and it was brilliant. And it dude. Was, and it was probably really the most enjoyable work. Because it would always be late at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Three o'clock in the morning, I'm like, Dax! <laughs> <laughs> and often, we, uh, like, uh, after Skype came out and then we would talk on Skype sometimes, like, trying to solve a problem. And we did, we did Popcatcher. Yeah, Popcatcher. Yeah. Right. And that's still, I, I mean, I still stake it up as the, as the most advanced skinning job ever done for a software. And the software never really went anywhere, but what you did was you took like a piece of metal, took a photograph of it, made a PNG out of it, and oh, it was and just actually, brilliant. before we made, it was just a flat um, a metal sheet, uh, like aluminum or something, and I actually tore it by hand using really thick gloves, awesome. made some key cuts with the uh, giant scissors, and tore it apart, crumpled it to give it that real metal look. Because <laughs> it was real metal. Yeah. And yeah. The, so the user interface was this piece of metal. It was yeah. awesome. And this was before WPF and before everything. It was all subclass graphics in right. DB. That's right. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. Totally geeking out. Well, Dax, thank you very much for all your work. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, Dax. Mr. Forte. Mr. Franklin. How are you, sir? I'm doing swell. Good to see you, my friend. It Uh, is very good to see you. In from Hong Kong? I am in from Hong Kong. I took off at 1 p.m. and landed at 11 a.m. I love that whole time travel thing. I literally did travel through time. (laughs) We're on show 700. We're getting uh, reactions. 700. 700. This is the show. We're getting uh, everybody's ideas about what they're going to see tomorrow. What do you think we're going to hear tomorrow? I'll tell you one thing we definitely will hear tomorrow. That the New York Mets are going to lose the rest of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Sanofsky. But the Jets won yesterday. The Jets won, but they're dead to me. They moved to New Jersey. Steven Sanofsky is going to buy the New York Mets, I think. Do we mention this is a .NET show? This is a .NET show. He's going to, call them, he's going to rename the Mets that's, the .NETs. <laughs> no, but that's too late because isn't there a new name for it now? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. So come on. Seriously. What do you think? Well, I think that um, build has been built up, no pun intended. Nice. Or built up, no pun intended. With all the secrecy. So they're going to have to announce something really big. It's going to have to be spectacular. Like super big. Like, so the last time they announced something big was August 2000, PDC. Dot net. Dot net, right. So I'm thinking maybe they're going to announce Bill Gates running for president. <laughs> uh, at a point, who asked this guy to oh, be on Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I made you laugh, though. Yeah, it's funny. All right, so seriously. So you think, what kind of, how big can you think right now? So I'm going to be honest with you. I actually think that the, the hype of revolution is going to be more of an evolution but it seems like a revolution because we've been coding the same way and doing the same thing for so, for so long. And Microsoft generally doesn't leave folks behind. They, they are known as the compatibility guys. And so all these developers that are worried that is .NET going away, I, I don't see them getting up on stage tomorrow and saying, oh, .NET is dead. Sorry. Later. Next. I also, you hear a lot about this HTML5 and you hear a lot about the JavaScript I don't think Microsoft is going to say, we're going to just outsource the standards body to our UI design strategy. Mm-hmm. Meaning, so, so you'll see, they'll talk about Project Jupyter tomorrow. They'll talk about what, what that means for XAML and what it means for Silverlight WPF. If I had to speculate, I would say that to be a marriage of the two. Maybe they'll call it Silverlight Plus. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jupiter Light? Or, or Silver Sharp? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. I will guarantee you with 100% certainty, we're going to get something that will be branded, meaning it's like things we call Jupiter or the drips and drabs we've heard, and it'll have a really lame product name. Nice. Right, so Jupiter's a cool code name, so whenever it's announced, it's going to be like a really boring real name. It'll be like the iOS killer solution for Windows Dot business plus plus foundation foundation, foundation. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> something like that will be announced tomorrow exactly so you don't think it will be just simply html5 javascript tooling and we don't like net anymore I, I think that there will be a lot of emphasis on html5 plus javascript and how you can hook uh, talk to native Windows 8 APIs, whether through C++ or layer over .NET to talk back to either the HTML5 or the XAML. However, because that's what the emphasis will be on, because we all do no .NET, I think people might walk away from build thinking that that was the focus. Well, I think the focus will be about 50-50. Hmm. And, in, and the point being, they've already got us as .NET guys, and they're trying to win new HTML5 exactly. guys. Right. So if you think about it is you need to rewrite some of these applications that are native to Windows for this new modern shell, right? This new kind of slatey type of thing. And if they're going to do that with HTML5 and JavaScript or C++, they're trying to lure over the developers that already don't know .NET. So I actually think .NET developers might walk away a little disappointed, but they really shouldn't because the fact that they'll be talking about .NET is, is pretty obvious. All right. Well, thanks, Steve. We'll see what happens. All right. Sounds good. Thanks much, Matt. .NET Rocks is recorded and produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional audio, audio mastering, video, post-production, and podcasting services. Online at www.pwop.com. .NET Rocks is a production of Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter and offering custom on-site classes in Microsoft development technology with expert developers online at www.franklins.net. For more .NET Rocks episodes and to subscribe to the podcast feeds, go to our website at www.dotnetrocks.com. Got a transmitter band by the FCC.